The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Um, we have a wonderful show for you. We have a wonderful show for you today, and this program is really all about showing your, uh, your turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. And so today on Positive Living, right here on VoiceAmerica.com, we have a wonderful guest for you, and her name is Ellen Whitehurst. And we are talking today about Feng Shui, and we're talking today about how can we make our lives work through our environment. Remember, folks, that this program is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and making your dreams come true. That's what we do every week right here on Positive Living. You know, I started on Positive Living on the Internet about seven years ago when we were just starting on Voice America, and it has grown by leaps and bounds. There were maybe 20 shows then. Now there are about 200 shows. And it's a wonderful opportunity for you to get the kind of inspirational and educational and positive information that you need. Today's no exception. My guest is Ellen Whitehurst. I've had her on my program other times. She's a fabulous guest. She will show you how you can transform your environment to make it more successful, more romantic, healthier, and bring harmony into your life. Welcome, Ellen. Thank you, Patricia. I'm so honored to be here again, and I'm so glad to be able to talk during these somewhat chaotic times that we're living through right now about how to keep steady, keep confident, and keep balance in your home and in your life. Yes, absolutely. And the name of your book is Make It Make, make this, this Your, your lucky, lucky Day. Yes. Um, and... You know, when you wrote the book, were there certain things that you knew you wanted to say? Was it was it more focus on success, on health, uh, on romance, or was it was it everything? Well, actually, the whole idea behind Make This Your Lucky Day was that I wanted to take special days off the calendar that all of us celebrate, that have a thread that weaves through every one of our lives, days such as Thanksgiving or Christmas or Hanukkah, days like birthdays and christenings and weddings that each one of us will have some emotional investment in as we go through our own lives. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to take those specific days and give them advisos or codicils, things proactive and empowering tips and techniques that anyone can do to address those days specifically, those energies that are attached to each one of those days so that we could make them relatively stress-free and memorably warm and wonderful as opposed to days that might have some conflict attached to them because we just didn't feel that we were powerful enough to be able to climb those energies and make them our own. 
So Make This Your Lucky Day actually is a book of days off the calendar with tips and techniques that are easy and fairly effortless to empower your own life, each one of those celebrations at a time. And one of the things that you do uh, is every month you're a contributor to Red Book. Yes, and I so write. You, you, really, you really work, I mean, you really help people every month giving them new tips so people can pick up a copy of Red Book. Absolutely. I write a column monthly called Shui Astrology where I take what's going on in the skies above and I blend it with some ideas of how to enhance those energies or if there's some energies that might portend obstacle or challenge, turn them into opportunities, exactly what you want all of your listeners to be doing, Patricia. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's take a look at one of the main parts of the... I mean, there's so much here. You talk about career. You talk about family and friends and fame and reputation. The one thing that's very interesting is the Bagua map, which is like a map that shows you how to lay out your space and do certain things to bring you the prosperity you want. Talk about that. Absolutely. It's a life blueprint is what I call it. And simply all it is is it's an education that says every part of your external environment, of the space that you live in, the house, the condo, the townhouse, the dorm room even, has an energy that's associated with it that can support goals and intentions that you might have in your life. And this Bagua map that you refer to is simply a tic-tac-toe board. And anyone can use it if they just use their imagination a little bit and can stand at their front door, standing at that front door and looking into the main floor of their space if they just overlay a tic-tac-toe board on top of it. So they're going to be looking at their main floor. They're going to try as hard as they can to make it into a square or a rectangle and then just divide it up into those nine grids that you would see on the Hollywood Squares or on a tic-tac-toe board. And once and they those have are this, are, those areas are things like success, fame, health, what are the areas? Their career and then knowledge and cultivation. Career speaks to exactly what it says. It's your income. It's your job. It's what you work at. Knowledge and cultivation is learning new things, hobbies, exercise, meditation, prayer. Then family, friends, and ancestors. It's our lineage. It's the family that we were born into and our relationships with them. There's also a wealth area that speaks to your feelings of abundance, your ability to receive and create opportunities to make money. There's a fame and recognition area, and that would mostly be reciprocal to all your efforts that you put out there, whether it's on the job front or whether it's in community. But being respected and honored for what it is that you give out in service to others. There is a relationship in romance area, and it's exactly about partners and your kid area. It's about your children, beneficial people, people who can mentor you or help you. And then the center of your home, the heart of your home, has to do with your health energies. Well, let's, let's take one of them. Let's take, let's take health. What would be one thing that a person could do right now to help increase their health? Well, one easy way. And where that is. Right. One easy way following this Bagua map, following this life blueprint that, again, is just simply a tic-tac-toe board overlay. Is that in the center of the room, Ellen? It's the center of your room or the center of the main floor itself. Okay. 
So if you are taking each room individually, say you're working with your master bedroom, it's the center of the master bedroom. If you're looking at the main floor of the house, it's the center of the house itself. It's the heart of the home, considered the heart of the home. And so one thing that we like to do inside the center of the home is we like to ground those energies. We like to foundation those energies. And an easy way to do that is to put a plant there, simply a green plant. Now, we all know that, you know, we send plants when someone's not feeling well. We all know that plants are a good, great pick-me-up as well anywhere in your environment. But does it have to, do you have to have a green thumb? Does it have to be a real life plant? No. Just anything that symbolizes growth, healthy growth, will also spur or trigger or activate those energies inside your own life as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's do another one. Let's take, um, so we're in the center of the map. Now, if we go to the left center, what is that? If we go left of center or if we were talking about this tic-tac-toe, map that we're looking at or, or blueprint, we're in the back left-hand corner of the house. So we're in the back left-hand corner of the house, and regardless of what room falls there, whether it's the kitchen or whether it's a bathroom or whether it's even a bedroom, that's the abundance area. That's the wealth area. And an easy way to get those energies flowing into your life is to put a water fountain there. Put a small fountain with water flowing, also, again, activating energies symbolizing or representing an unchallenged or unblocked flow of abundance coming into your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, again, you talk about the fountain, that that's really because of the flow. Because of the flow, because it symbolizes the flow. And water actually in any space calms a space. In fact, that's one of the things we might want to even touch on today because we are living in somewhat chaotic times right now. We do have a fluctuating stock market. We have a credit crisis with, uh, you know, a crunch going on with loans virtually at a halt right now. And we've got a high unemployment rate. So all of that combined can certainly lend itself to seeing some tension outside and inside the home. And when we get tension inside the home, a lot of times there's some negative residue or some negative energies caused. And one of the things that you might want to do or take, your, take advantage of, avail yourself of, to cleanse and clear those energies is simply to take a couple of oranges, two, three oranges. You go to the grocer and buy, and you skin them. You peel them, take the peels, tear them into pieces, and leave them in some distilled or spring water overnight. The next day, just strain that water, take the water and spray it around your house or flick it around your house. What that will do is it cleanses and clears the negative energy of the space. Mm. As well, the scent or smell of orange has been proven to lift spirits and lift moods and create a calmer, clearer atmosphere. Mm. But in these days, I think it's important. So just the water from the orange. I'm sorry? Just the water from the orange. No, you're just going to take the orange peels and you're going to float them in a bowl of water, spring water or distilled Mm -hmm. water, and then you're going to strain the peels out. Now, the oranges you can use for a salad or juice them and however you want to nurture yourself using the orange itself, but this is just the peel. And eventually you're even throwing the peel away and just using Mm -hmm. the water that the peel was floating in. Mm -hmm. And that water is known from many traditions and many ancient cultures 
to be able to have the ability to cleanse your space of negative energies Mm -hmm. and at the same time also lift you up, lift your mood up. In fact, the Alzheimer's Association of the United States right now is using the scent or the smell of orange in order to help keep moods balanced inside a lot of their official foundation sites, a lot of their official places and offices that they have their own employees in and also house patients in. So it's a tremendously good idea. It's all natural. It's holistic. It's what we would call green, and it actually does improve your mood. Okay, on that note, we're going to take a break. We have a really special guest for you today. We're talking, talking about being uplifting and in your environment because your environment is everything. It's where you are in your life. My guest is Ellen Whitehurst. She's the author of Make This Your Lucky Day, Fun and Easy Feng Shui Secrets to Success, Romance, Health, and Harmony. And Ellen Whitehurst is a writer, and she is recognized as the empowered lifestylist. She shares her empowering secrets with her loyal fan base. She writes a monthly column for Red Book Magazine, is a featured daily writer for iVillage, and contributes regularly to other women's titles such as Women's World and Natural Health. And we're very pleased to have her here, and you can log on to her website, which is ellenwhitehurst.com. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy Easy to understand tools and tips. With his weekly guests, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Hey, Dad. What? Can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed 
makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And I uh, just want to let you know that this program is all about turning your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions. And that's what this program does right here on voiceamerica.com. We're here on Mondays between 2 and 3 p.m. Eastern and 11 and 12 Pacific Time. That's 11 a.m. to noon Pacific Time. And you can give us a call at 866-472-5788, particularly if you're listening live, which would be today on October 27th. And uh, if not, all these shows are archived and the podcasts are ready for you to hear by going to my website, patriciaraskin.com or raskinresources.com. And you can log on to Voice America from my site or go right to Voice America and look up the shows. We are talking today about Feng Shui, about your space, about organizing it, making it sacred, making it special, and creating a space for yourself that will bring you success, romance, health, harmony, and anything that you want you can create by working with your space. My guest is a firm believer in that. She writes a column for Red Book Magazine and iVillage. Her name is Ellen Whitehurst. Her book is Make This Your Lucky Day, Fun and Easy Feng Shui Secrets to Romance, Success, Health, and Harmony. Welcome back, Ellen. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, tell us the premise of all of this, Ellen, the basis. The basis of Feng Shui now, in the year 2008, is more of a psychological basis. In fact, you'll hear people refer to the modality as the art and science of Feng Shui. The science, Patricia, is that 5,000 years ago, primitive man had to figure out how to live in balance and harmony with the land around him. So the words feng and shui actually mean wind and water. Where is my wind coming from so I can Mm. grow my crops and and live relatively unencumbered by weather conditions? And where is my water resource so I can do the same, nourish myself and nourish my family? Well, 5,000 years later, it's come to mean where is my wind, meaning my breath, and where is my water, meaning my circulation. 5,000 years ago, we were able to put our tent or our lean-to or whatever it was that we were housing ourselves in behind a mountain. Now we build houses and developments. We don't have the opportunities that we used to have to put homes on pieces of tracts of land in a way that we would like to have them maybe facing mm-hmm. this, right? So we don't have that ability anymore. So now it's about our breath, meaning everything that we put around us has a serious and critical impact and influence on us. So it's really great 
empowering information to know what symbols to use in the space that surrounds you in order to activate or trigger certain situations or circumstances that come from within. Again, even inside that explanation, Patricia, you know, a lot of people think feng shui is something that's Chinese in nature or oriental in origin. And when you think back about it 5,000 years ago, the science, the agrarian science, every primitive man had to figure out how to live in balance and harmony. So what you're really saying is this is as old as time, and we're really just implementing what our ancestors and forefathers did naturally. Exactly. Exactly, and and also that it comes down through the DNA. So the next time you walk into a space and you don't feel comfortable, that's you using your inherent, your intuitive way. And you talked about the the definition, which is wind and water. Wind and water is the major component that makes up our being. So we all hear the axiom all the time, oh, we're more than 70% water. Your body's more than 78% composed of water. And wind is your breath. Those are the two components that animate us, that keep us alive and keep us breathing on this, on this planet that yeah. we're on. Ellen, when you write your column and, you, and people write to you, is there an overriding question that you get over and over from people? They ask you, what's the main question you get? There are two actual categories or energies associated with feng shui that that duke it out between who's going to be more popular that month. And always one is always about um, romance and love and how can you find romance and love. And the other one always has to do with money. How can we improve money or our money luck? I'm going to start with the money one today, Patricia, because of the environment that we find ourselves in recently, because of the um, markets and the fluctuations going on in there. I think it's important for a lot of people to understand that we've been through as a nation, we've been through tough economic times before and we've come through it. And that right now, your attitude and the choices that you make will allow you to feel a a little bit more in control, a little bit less as if there are forces at work that Mm -hmm. you can't have any control over. One of the things you can do is to put symbols or take some proactive steps around your house. And what do I mean by symbols in your house? Well, it's the perfect time of year. We're coming up on Thanksgiving. We're coming up on what's called the second harvest. It's the perfect time of year to bring the outside in and represent abundance inside your own home. Maybe a bowl of fresh fruit or something on the dining room table, a cornucopia overflowing with abundance and harvest from Mother Nature. These are all symbols that actually have a subconscious or psychological component involved with them that can activate or trigger ideas of abundance for us. So there are times when you just feel like you're tapped out or you can't come up with one more idea of how to make the budget work or how to make ends meet. I guarantee you, once you take a proactive step, you're then bringing the energy back to support you. Mm. Just put a bowl of fresh fruit on the dining room table, and every time you pass it, you'll start to feel more in control and also more abundant. Ellen, give us an example of somebody who wrote to you. I'm sure you have so many, but pick uh, one. Yeah, I get that. Right, I mean, right? you just kind of threw me for a loop because I probably get between. Well, let me I'll be as specific as I can. Someone who wrote and said something like this, Dear Ellen, 
I wasn't really a believer in any of this feng shui stuff. But you gave me this example in your column or in your radio show or in your whatever, and I tried it, and it's unbelievable what happened in my life. Okay, well, that's Ellen, great, fill in, fill in the pieces. Okay, I'm going to give you three because I just received, within the last two hours, three emails that were almost exactly like that. So <laughs> the first one was very good. It's almost as if you have spy cam here, well, Patricia. I do. I do. <laughs> Shway cam. <laughs> the last email that I received, was from a woman who was commenting on um, some advice that I gave in, on my blog the other day in my website where I was talking about the need for forgiveness and the power of forgiveness, the healing power of forgiveness, and how there is an ancient dictate that says if you're quarreling with someone, if you have a conflict with someone, you write their name on a piece of paper and you put it in a jar, like a mason jar or a jelly jar, and you cover it with honey. You just cover the piece of paper with honey. You don't have to fill the whole jar. And you put a lid back on it, and you leave it somewhere in your kitchen. And whenever you start to feel that anger rise up or whenever you start to feel some tension or conflict happening, you just put a small white candle, like a tea candle, on top of the jar, and you light it. And you're taking these proactive steps, but you're also diffusing, you're bringing light to this situation. Oh, okay, wait, I want to go back. So there's a piece of white paper. Right. You put the honey on top of the piece. You, you write down the issue. You write you down put the, the honey right. on top of the piece of paper, and then you put the candle on top of the honey? Well, now, what you're doing is you're going to have the name or the conflict on the piece of paper right. in a jar, uh-huh. and you're going to cover that with honey. And then Got tightly it. close it Got with it. a lid, and you Got put it. the candle on top of the lid. Okay. And so, again, it's, it's you taking control of a situation that sometimes makes, you know, you feel like it has control over you. All right. and, and someone listening to that might say, that is the biggest you-know-what. Now, tell us what the woman said. Absolutely. She sent me an email saying, I never for one second believed that this would work. However, I've been having an ongoing issue with my sister-in-law for over 30 years. So I tried it, and she said she serendipitously, it was not planned, came to town over this past weekend, and they were able to open up and have a heart-to-heart conversation, and she really feels like there have been some big wounds that have been opened and forever are now closing and healing, and she gives credit to the fact that she did this honey recipe for healing. So I'm very proud of her. Now, I also have a woman who in January of this past year, I wrote a tip for iVillage in regards to finding a partner or finding a mate. And this is only applicable to women. Okay. And I got a spate of emails from men calling me gender racist. <laughs> you know, All right. Well, tell us what it is. It's to wear a ring on your pointer finger of the right hand, wearing a ring on the pointer finger of the right hand with the intention of sometime within the next, the following three months, finding a partner or a mate. Now, the pointer finger is? Your, the, the finger that, your index finger, uh, uh, that, you know, the, the first finger past your thumb. Your okay. pointer is your index. So you put a ring on that finger with the intention of finding a partner or a mate 
in the following three months? Well, I have at least, Patricia, between 27 and 50 emails from women who did this in January. And the idea is that if you find someone who you think could be potentially a life mate, you then take that ring and switch it to your ring finger on that mm-hmm. same hand, on the right hand. Mm-hmm. And I've got at least 37 emails from people who have found partners. Three mm-hmm. of these women are getting married and have invited me to their weddings. Interesting. All right, we're going to take a break on that note. That's really something. We're going to talk about the flowers next because you have an exercise also. How to bring in your person with, with flowers, with pink roses. So That's we'll talk correct. about that next. So, folks, if you want to try this, try it and write to Ellen about this. <laughs> and you, can, you can log on to ellenwhitehorse.com. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. There's plenty more. We'll be right back. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where women and wine angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. I can take care of myself. I can make a peanut butter sandwich. I can brush my teeth and I can give myself a bath. I can walk home alone from school. I can pick dinner from the trash behind the deli. I can watch the baby for the whole weekend. I can keep a baseball bat by my bed just in case there's trouble. Don't worry about me. I can take care of myself. If you're in jail, who'll be there to take care of your family? Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. Looking for a good time? We've got a show that will give you a wild ride. This show will make you feel good. And it's not even bad for you. You need your time to let loose. It's time for a feel-good party. Pull up to the computer, mix yourself a drink, and turn up the speakers. Happy Hour is here. Every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. It's called the biggest radio show in the world. Hosted by international personality and pundit, Michael DeMarco. You don't know what's coming next. The biggest radio show in the world on Voice America. VoiceAmerica.com everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living right here on voiceamerica.com. And I'm Patricia Raskin. 
and it's always an honor and pleasure to be with you. My guest today is Ellen Whitehurst. She's the author of Make This Your Lucky Day, Fun and Easy Sensual Secrets to Success, Romance, Health, and Harmony. Ellen Whitehurst is recognized as the empowered lifestylist, sharing life-empowering secrets with her loyal fan base. Ellen writes a monthly column for Red Book Magazine, is a featured daily writer for iVillage.com, and contributes regularly to other women's titles such as Women's World and Natural Health. And uh, she's also been on several, several nationally syndicated radio shows. Welcome back, Ellen. Okay, hey, we're talking about the ring. I want to talk briefly about the flowers, and then I want to go to something just for men, since we've done something just for women. Okay, good enough. Fair enough. Fair, Fair enough, enough. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about this this floral way to call in uh, hearts and roses, using roses. And, again, I think we, we've discussed this in the past, Patricia, probably off-air, but I did have a radio host who was very, very skeptical, and she used this rose recipe herself to great success. She's married two years now, and she will credit her finding her mate to using this next little piece of advice, and it goes like this. You get two pink long-stemmed roses, pink being almost internationally associated with it and known to be the color of love. Two long-stemmed pink roses, and be sure to take the thorns off of them. That's very important. You place them in a white vase on your bedside table. Now, there are two ways to go about this. You can actually do one pink rose in one white vase on each bedside table if you have two. And if you are looking for a partner or even already have one, you should have two. They don't necessarily need to match, but there does need to be balance in that bedroom. Or you can put both roses in one white vase and put it on the bedside table closest to the side that you sleep on. Now, Feng Shui says that at the end of every third day, mm-hmm. you change out those roses and put fresh ones in there. Two every years. third day. Every third day. And you do this three times or for a total of nine days. So that now, let's, let's just address what you do with the roses that you take out of the vase. If they are not dead, don't throw them away. Just put them somewhere else in your home where you can enjoy them. But replace them every third day with two fresh pink roses for a total of three times or nine days. Now, what Feng Shui promises is that three times that nine days or within a 27-day period, you should have an opportunity to meet someone who could certainly bloom, put a bloom in your cheek or, mm-hmm. or help you grow towards a healthy relationship together. And I personally have been advising and teaching and coaching Feng Shui for over 15 years, and I personally have not known anyone who's tried this to report not having success with it. But again, everyone's different. A part, a key and critical part of this whole recipe is that you have to seize the opportunities that then become available to you by manipulating or harnessing and changing these energies of romance and love. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Let's do something for men. Whether it's romance or whether it's success, let's do something just for men. Okay, <laughs> just for men. Well, if it is romance, 
Let's talk about this because there is, yet again, another codicil for women that says if you're looking for a partner and you're single, you should paint your bedroom some shade of pink, salmon, coral. It doesn't have to be Pepto-Bismol pink. Now, when I shared that tip to the, you know, that iVillage tip I write, Patricia, we've talked about this, goes out now to over a half a million readers daily. So when I shared that tip, I was inundated with emails from men saying, what color do we paint our bedroom? Mm -hmm. Well, there's not a specific color for men to paint their bedroom who are looking to bring in a partner, but there is a specific image that they should have hanging over their bed, and it's of the cherry blossom. A cherry blossom branch represents burgeoning or growing or budding romance. But in Feng Shui, having that symbol or that image in your bedroom is specific to men only. It's just for men who are trying to find... And, you know, they don't even have to. It doesn't have to be a huge framed picture. Simply download an image off the Internet and have it somewhere around your bed. And know that you've just taken that action step, that important step that supports the intention you've created by trying to find a true love, trying to bring a partner into your life. So just for men, there's one in the love direction. Here's one for everybody. Now let's do a success one. Well, that's what I was just going to say. Here's one for everybody who's looking for success, not just for men. And, and again, it's, it's pretty... Um, easy and effortless to affect, but I want everybody who's listening to this, I want you to think about the implications of putting an image of someone who you admire, someone who motivates you, inspires you. Again, I've had clients who have children that are in school or in college, and they're not getting successful grades. And I have one client who was very ingenious and actually made almost a little collage of thinkers, philosophers, scientists, and she had Einstein in the middle of it and put it in her son's dorm room where he would see it when he woke up every day. And gosh darn, if his grades didn't almost immediately and exponentially improve. If you're in business for yourself or no matter what your field is, find someone in that field who has inspired you, who's motivated you, who's someone that you could live up to their standards and mores, and just put in image in your space, somewhere where you can spy it. And again, Patricia, you don't have to be someone who's a sky on an industry. You don't Mm -hmm. have to be. You could be a, a wonderful home housewife who's creating a home for your family, and maybe Martha Stewart is someone who influences or impacts you. Mm -hmm. Just to have a picture of that mentor around creates an inspirational and motivational environment. And where do you put it again? Well, you can put it anywhere, but if you really are serious about almost creating a relationship with the energies that surround that, that person, you would want to put it into the fame area. And the fame area, again, on that Bagua map we were discussing, if your main floor is a tic-tac-toe board, then you're talking about the top center or the middle center area or space of your main floor. If we're talking about the Hollywood squares, this was where... Hmm. Charles Nelson Riley says, okay. <laughs> <Paul> which is <laughs> again, <laughs> it's the middle center 
of the back wall, the middle or center of the back wall or that top square. So you just want to put something there that motivates or inspires you to lift yourself up to become a greater success such as they accomplished and achieved with their own life you can anyone can do the same thing anyone and one of the ways you know one of the successful ways to almost guarantee that you're bringing fortune and luck into your house is to hang a wind chime on the outside of it a metal wind chime outside the house brings in or augurs in music, melody, fresh, fresh, healthy cheese. So each time that door opens, you're allowing the stale and stagnant energy of your house to go out and the fresh, healthy cheese to come in to support your goals and intentions and bring them to fruition. Okay. All right. Um, let's look at the harmony side. Talk about something with harmony. Well, sure. I mean, especially with the holidays coming up, perfect question. And, you know, a lot of us are going to be either visiting or hosting visitors, and that can sometimes bring up opportunities to have a little bit of disharmony or an imbalance in our spaces. A couple of things we can do from the Feng Shui Pantheon, but also from the Empowered Lifestyle. One thing, if you're having guests or you're having visitors who are coming to stay with you, a lovely way to express a very subtle, almost subconscious way of welcoming them is to find a picture of you together. And it doesn't matter if it was taken 22 years ago or two hours ago. Put that in a wooden frame. Remember, wood is the element associated with family and friends. It's mm-hmm. our it's our roots. It's the family tree. So you put a picture of your loved ones or your friends in a wooden frame and put that somewhere in the room that they'll be staying in. This really will have a lasting influence and impact and strengthen the bonds of your friendship. I promise that. Mm. Now, sitting around a table, Feng Shui says that if you're at a rectangular or square table, that the corners can actually promote an edginess at the table. Interesting. So one of the things that you'd want... <laughs> thank you, Patricia. <laughs> wow. One of the things that you'd want to do is to make sure that if you're having guests or visitors who have come to share a meal with you, make sure that you have a cover on that table, a tablecloth of some sort, some way to soften the edge soften that hardness that's created by having a square or a rectangle. Mm-hmm. Ideally, right. you want to have, you know, you want to have energies flow. You want to have them flow in a clockwise direction, and that suggests that a perfect table to have is a round table. Okay. So if you have an oval or round table, don't worry about covering it. All right. We're going to take a break on that note. And when we come back, we are talking to a very fascinating and wonderful guest I've had on my show several times, Ellen Whitehurst. Her book is Make This Your Lucky Day, Fun and Easy Feng Shui Secrets to Success, Romance, Health, and Harmony. Ellen Whitehurst is recognized nationally as the empowered life stylist. And she writes her monthly columns for Red Book Magazine and is a daily writer for iVillage.com. And you can write to her through her website, Ellen Whitehurst. You're listening to Positive Living. Stay tuned, folks. There's a lot more, and there's a lot more about how do we make our environment um, better for us using some simple ancient techniques that can help us to be healthier, 
be more romantic, more spiritual, more successful, have more career success, be closer to our families, just by a few simple steps that you may not believe. But if you try them, you will find that many of these work because Ellen has testimonial letters from so many people who use these techniques. They're very simple and they're fun to do. So you're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. There's plenty more. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. If you want to put the pet back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Can't stop now. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh, There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And as I always say, this is a program that helps you transform your obstacles into opportunities, your problems into solutions, shows you how to get the support you need, and how to make your dreams come true. Today is a perfect example of that kind of program. My guest is Ellen Whitehurst. She's the author of the book, Make This Your Lucky Day, Fun and Easy Feng Shui Secrets to Success, Romance, Health, and Harmony. Ellen Whitehurst and her website is ellenwhitehurst.com, W-H-I-T-E-H-U-R-S-T.com, is recognized as the empowered life stylist. She shares her life-empowering secrets with her loyal fan base. She writes a monthly column for Red Book Magazine, is a daily featured writer for iVillage, contributes to other women's titles such as Women's World and Women's Health. She's also a regular monthly guest on several nationally syndicated radio shows. Welcome back, Ellen. Thank you. Okay, tips for us in these tough economic times. Right. You know, I think one of the biggest tips that I've been leaning on lately, uh, again, in my blog and on the uh, Empowering Days, you know, the newsletter that I have every month I send out, we were doing a list of the Empowering Days of each and every month, and I just finished the Empowering Days for November. And we started a new feature that you can get through from the newsletter, uh, which is the most powerful day. Of the month. Next month it'll be November 11th. Just sharing that with your listening audience. November 11th, very powerful day. But right now it looks like some of these very tough times 
could continue from an astrological perspective. It looks like they could continue for a few weeks, although it looks like we'll get a breather or a break this coming weekend around Halloween. Mm-hmm. The energy should lighten up a little bit. But what do you do? What can you do in, inside your environment, in your home, when things are, are not so great and you're feeling a little down and you're feeling like you need a pick-me-up? There is actually a feng shui, what we call a cure for that. Really? And one of the things to do is to play music from a time or a period in your life that reminds you or recalls strictly happy memories. Mm-hmm. So there was actually a study done, Patricia, and I kid you not, there was a, a double-blind study done with people who were advised to find, and these were all um, geriatric uh, patients who enlisted in the study, they, and they were all, I think, septuagenarians. They were over 70. I know mm-hmm. that. And there were 12 people on each side, and I do believe this was done at Duke. 12 people on each side of the study, and on one side of the study, they were advised not only to play music, and this is constantly, so whether it was in their homes or in their offices or even in their cars, to play music that reminded them of happier times, that brought a smile to their face. And at the same time, they were also instructed to find pictures of that time, of when they were that age, and to put them around the house, put them in all places where they would spend time. So if you're in the kitchen cooking a lot, put a picture on the refrigerator of you that makes something that makes you smile, something that makes you happy. Now, what they did do is they had actual people who did that, and then they advised other people, the other group, to play the music only part-time and not to really worry about having it on in the background all the time. And they didn't give them any instruction about putting the images up around their space. And what they found after 27 days with the two groups was the one group literally had a physiological response to this. They had diabetes that had gotten from insulin-dependent to now being able to be handled with diet and exercise. They showed certain diseases that had started to go into remission. Specifically and particularly, there was one patient whose heart disease almost miraculously had disappeared. But there was a whole host of very successful results from the fact that people at, were not only proactively supporting themselves and doing things to make their environment more opportunistic and more available to having happier energies come in, Mm -hmm. but they were also enjoying themselves and, in fact, forgetting for a moment or two about what they would perceive or conceive their troubles to be at that time. You know, and I I want to just add something about that, and that's the whole uh, idea about if you uh, there's a book by Don Campbell called The Mozart Effect, where children and people can be healed by music. It's so many decibels per sound of Mozart's music and that type of music that's very healing. So uh, it's helped autistic children. It's helped people to calm down. I often will listen to Mozart because it makes me feel harmonious. And music is an important part of my life. So I think that it's, it's uh, yes, as you said, there's proof. And there's also been proof with the way these music is measured, measured in terms of decibels. Absolutely. And, and I mean, they even had, um, you know, Deepak Chopra talks about how they've played Vivaldi to uh, fetuses Mm -hmm. still inside the womb, and they can literally see the fetus smile when Vivaldi comes on. And so, yes, there's there's, uh, so many different ways that one can employ music in their environment in order to support and even reach their goals and intentions. Mm -hmm. But 
But I think in terms of these days, when we turn on the television or we pick up a newspaper or we even pick up a telephone to talk to a parent who may be hurting because their retirement fund has been impacted or a child who's graduated from college and can't find a job, these days it's vitally important to remember that every obstacle is an opportunity, that it's just waiting for you to flip that switch. And one of the easiest ways to flip it is to make the environment that you're in harmonious and happy. And then you won't be back against the wall or feel stressed and and in need of making a decision that sometimes isn't the smartest one or the one that supports you the best. Right. All right, Ellen, closing thoughts. If people get one thing out of this interview today on Feng Shui, what would you like them to get? I would like them to, anyone who's listening, to understand my passion for this, for them, that if they create an intention, simply bringing a clear idea of what it is they want in their life, whether it be romance or success or whether it be not having any imbalance in their bodies right now, a healthy life, whatever that is, if they get clear on that goal and they take one action step towards achieving that, one step, put a plant in your house, paint your front door red, hang a wind chime, just do something because the minute you do something, you've done everything. Mm-hmm. Tell us how people can get can get a hold of you at ellenwhitehurst.com and I really would invite everyone to sign up for our newsletter. We do have some great information in there and as I mentioned, new featured product will be the power day of the month, but only the people who receive the newsletter will be able to have access to that information. Okay. And they can read about you, they can read your column in Red Book. Red Book magazine. I love my Red Book. I turned that magazine around. It's the best magazine on the stands right now. Red Book magazine. Mm-hmm. I write a daily tip for iVillage.com. I also have, as you know, Make This Your Lucky Day Out, which gives everybody a little Bible to sort of reference for any sorts of days that they can take off their calendar and make them the happiest, most healthy days that they can find. Ellen, if they want to write to you, will you answer them? I know you get an awful lot of, of email. Um, it's It's... You know, it's sketchy. (laughs) I do get thousands and thousands of emails every week. And so as much as possible, I try to answer each one. Certainly, Patricia, it's your audience. If they want to put in the subject box, you know, they heard me on your show, that will catch my attention. And when I do devote time to answering these emails, certainly um, those will take priority. Well, that's wonderful. So, folks, pay attention to that because just say that you heard this on on. Uh, Patricia Raskin show or positive living and uh, Ellen will certainly try to respond to you all right Ellen it's always an honor and pleasure to have uh, you on this program I enjoy it tremendously and we'll just keep doing it I think that's the best idea (laughs) (laughs) because you are the best host we love Patricia thank you thank you Patricia all right thank you so much all right folks remember uh, my guest today is Ellen Whitehorse make this your lucky day Fun and Easy Feng Shui Secrets to Success, Romance, Health, and Harmony. And you can log on to her website, which is ellenwhitehurst.com. That's H-U-R-S-T. Remember, folks, as I say at the end of each program, you know, it's so important to stay healthy and stay happy and make your dreams come true. Get the support you need. And this program is always on Mondays, and it's 11 a.m. Pacific, and it is at 2 p.m. Eastern. 
And you can write to me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com or Patricia at RaskinResources.com. Write me your wonderful, positive living stories. I would love to hear them. And I have three radio shows. If you go to my website, PatriciaRaskin.com, you will see a video that's there that explains my philosophy. And also, all of the shows are listed, and you can hear them as well. They're archived. So until next time for Positive Living, as I close, when I say each, and when I close at the end of each show, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need. Use Ellen Whitehurst's tips that you heard today, and then you can make your dream come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a great Monday and a great week. Have you ever thought about having your own Internet talk show? Well, if you said yes, then click About Us. Then click Be a Host to get more information. Or just call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417. Say that again. 480-294-6417. VoiceAmerica.com. 